Hi, and welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode three. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, possibly. Wherever you are, I hope you are having an amazing day. And today what we're going to talk about is something that I'm extremely passionate about. If you have listened to episode zero, you understand my story. You know kind of stuff, the stuff that I went through and why I do what I do. And today what we're going to talk about is stress management and resilience. So first of all, let's get a couple of things kicked out the ballpark now. Um, And that is that. It is an important topic to talk about when we talk about mental illness because it is something that affects all of us. Granted, it affects us in in different ways, in different levels, and some people can deal with more more pressure than others, but it is important to understand that whenever you are suffering from something, especially like stress, it is important to speak to someone about it. And it takes a lot of courage, but it's also important to understand it is not a sign of weakness. If anything, what it is a sign of is that you just need to learn some new skills in order to develop some resilience. And it is that you need to speak to someone and get professional help. That is key. I personally don't have any time for anyone that thinks stress is a weakness or it's a sign of it's a sign of being useless or something like that. It's absolute rubbish. But what it is, it is important to understand that each person has a different level. The other thing is you have to understand every single person can, is affected by stress. There are many different ways that stress can affect us. And for someone who's an entrepreneur, they're one of the most important elements and why I am so passionate about talking about it to entrepreneurs is that you have such a balancing act. You know, you've got so much stuff that you have to do at work and then you come home and you've got the you know to be with your family and to be with your partners and then there's stuff that you may want to do on your own your hobbies and stuff and it's trying to balance all of that out but one of the other important things is understanding that the the better you become at learning how to manage your stress and how to become more aware of what is going on and looking at the skill sets and the strategies that help you increase your resilience, the better off you will be. And it is so key. It is, it is, in fact, it is one of the most important skills that you will ever need to learn is how to manage your stress effectively, not get rid of it completely because stress is also in some aspects, a spice of life. In fact, there are two different types of stress. We have distress, which is the negative bad one that's not doing you any good. But then we have eustress, which is actually beneficial to you. It's challenge. It's the the feeling you get when you get excited, when you get your teeth into a new project or whether you're coming up with a new concept for an idea that you've got or whether it is some elements of, of, of being a parent that can be both a yin and yang of that one. That can that can be a bit of both. But it's all of those things that go on. But there are so many different areas where you can work smarter to be better and to be more resilient. And part of the problem is, is we live in this culture where 
it it is a badge of honor. I was watching a a post the other the other day on Facebook in a video about someone who was going on about you can't stand the way that people wear how many hours they have worked as a badge of honor to say that they're busy. And the truth of the matter is, is that you can work all the hours under the sun, but it doesn't mean you're going to be effective or or increase that level of productivity and performance. And that's the important thing to understand is your success is based on how well you perform and how productive you are within that time. So whether you, if you can be more productive in less time, that is also about working smarter as well. In fact, if we look in Sweden, I think I mentioned this on, maybe it was episode one, they are now looking at looking at reducing the working hours from eight hours to six hours because they've identified that just because you are at work those extra two hours does not actually mean that you are getting um, more done. In fact, they, they found that no, no more additional work was getting done. And there's this importance of trying to look at being look at working smarter and managing that resilience. And there's all sorts of other things that affect how we manage our stress. So our sleep. Another thing that sort of is people work is this amount of how little sleep they got in order to prove how busy they have been. And the truth of the matter is, is your body needs sleep. As I say to many of the events I speak at or when I'm um, when I'm holding workshops, there's a reason why sleep deprivation is used as a torture. And what we do is, is we take voluntary sleep deprivation to in order to try and be productive. It the sleep, the hours that you have for sleep are not a reservoir of spare time. They are an essential necessity that you need in order to survive and in order for your body to function. There are diff- people can handle different levels, and yes, you are able to function for short periods only on less sleep, but your body will very quickly catch up and require some sort of energy um, restoration and recharge. And in fact, what ha- quite often is, is when I'm talking to people, I'll talk about the way that they seem to use their weekends solely to recharge and their weeks are kind of like that draining period and this is part because stress is affecting them in a negative way it is not benefiting them there is something going on whether it's within their business within their workplace within their relationship or something is going on that is affecting them or perhaps in truth it could be within them and and although obviously it is stress within them but it could be a belief a habit or something that is going on that is not benefiting them in a positive way so it's really important to understand that when you are going through these going through this there are there are ways that you can support it and in fact when i first started on my own i created a program called stress iq and the idea of this this is a a program that i run with businesses helping them educate their staff in becoming more effective and more resilient but it's but it was then that I started to identify that there was all sorts of other things that were having this huge effect on them, especially when it came to the entrepreneurs and the pressures that they put themselves. Although there's similar effects are all to to everyone, it was the it was the entrepreneurs that seemed to I seemed to sort of gravitate towards 
in order to support. But I do corporate training in the Stress IQ program as well. And it's it's amazing the types of things that people do. It's amazingly the, the again, it's that old adage if you keep on doing what you've always done, you'll keep on getting the same results. And we we need to create this mindfulness. Now before we kick into that mindfulness and people thinking that mindfulness is is only meditation. That is not what mindfulness is about. Mindfulness is a state of mind. It's a it's a way of living. It's a it's a mindset of bringing yourself to the present. Because one of the biggest issues that creates stress in people's lives is the either the fear of a situation that is going to happen in the future. So what we do is we we kind of like think about let's say uh, a presentation or a conversation we need to have with someone or perhaps you're just nervous about going to a different place, all of a sudden we take ourselves into the future, we see all of these things going wrong. That, of course, as far as our brain is concerned, doesn't know the difference between something that's really happening or something that's just happening in our mind. And all of a sudden we go into this fight or flight mode and we're starting to create all of this, I need to, uh, all of this stress in our body that doesn't do us any good. Or the other thing is, of course, we may have had a blip in the past and we're thinking of situations that are coming up and us repeating that same mistake. It's a very simplistic way of looking at it, but it's but that's what we do. And mindfulness, what it talks about, and the one thing I did learn when I was ill is one of the one of the biggest things and one of the biggest positive impacts I had was about focusing on the now and what I can control and not the stuff that hasn't even happened yet and allowing my my very high creative and negative imaginary, um, should we say inner critic, telling me that all of these things are going to go wrong. And it was when we st- I started to look at, okay, well, how is that that I want to feel right now? That is what was able to pull me out a lot of the time of the of the challenges and actually control my body because ultimately what happens is the body wants to quickly go back to a healthy place it wants to create what they call homeostasis so it's it's trying to create when you are going through all those stressful situations it wants to come back to a a a base but sometimes that base is because of the way that modern stress is. I mean, if you think about it, stress originally was around to protect us. It's a security system. That's why, you know, it's it's our hyper alertness, our hyper hypersensitivity to things when we're feeling scared or or concerned is that's what we do. We either run or we knock the seven bells out of it. Or the truth is we freeze. We do like deers in a headlamp. They just stay there because they hope that no one's going to see them. And it's looking at that situation, but in the modern world, there are so many other things that are affecting us. Bills to be paid, traffic jams, people shouting at us, deadlines, you know, all of this stuff, trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, all of this stuff is massively a huge amount of pressure on us that we, over a long period of time, we cannot cope. Short-term stress, well, that's what the system was created for. Something happens, we deal with it we go back to a reset and we get on with it but quite often it it doesn't it doesn't happen like that the other thing is of course stress stacks so what that means is is a situation that let's say for example let's say for example you have 
your children have not got ready for school quite as fast as they could do. And because of that, you're going to be late for work. And because you are late for work, you may start to go a little bit faster than you possibly should. And because of that, you are so worried about being late, you jump a red light or you don't pay attention and you bump someone because you're thinking of something else. Or perhaps the dreaded thing is, is you will become stuck in a traffic jam because you've timed it wrong and rush hours longer than it needs to be and you're going to be late. So in the meantime, all of this is chucking around in your head, all of the fears of, oh, what's my boss going to say? Or what are my colleagues going to say? Or what is, um, what, what, you know, what am I, I've got a meeting at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm going to miss it. What are they going to say? And, the, you know, I'm going to miss my phone calls or whatever's going on. All of these things you think you're going to be set back and all of this gets you more and more and more frustrated. So then all of a sudden you get to your workplace and you may notice or you may not notice that you're shorter with people. So you're, the way you communicate changes. Perhaps you're more aggressive, more annoyed. You are not responding to people in a better way. And then let's say your first port of call is to do some sales. Well, if you're going to ring up clients feeling slightly annoyed, you're not going to be on the ball as much. You're not going to be as receptive. You're not going to be as 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 um, skilled as you would normally be. Your leadership skills also change the way you communicate with others. Now, that could just be a normal day for you because quite often that used to happen to me when I worked for someone else. But then you've also got the other side, which is let's say you've had a really bad day at work and you come home and whoever greets you at the door because they haven't put their shoes away or because they haven't done something, they get the full force of your bad day. Now, all of a sudden, what that means is, is well, that could start an argument with whoever you have had that little conversation with. Or if it's with the kids, then your partner comes out and has a go at you because you shouldn't be talking to the kids like that. Or, you know, and you've missed your dinner and all of that sort of goes on and on and on. And this is the stacking effect of what stress does. And it won't just happen just one day. It can happen on a daily basis where stress just stacks and stacks and stacks. Stress also has an effect on your sleep. So if you've had a really bad day and you don't have something that you utilize to help you calm yourself down before bed, you may find that you're not sleeping as well. Well, of course, if you're not sleeping as well, your body isn't recharging as well, your immune system isn't working as efficiently. All these things are going on that then sets you up for the next day not to be at your optimum level. And this is the this is the important thing about understanding is when we look at and why Success IQ is the whole model, it's about looking at it and going, you need to understand that in order to be effective within your business, within your personal life, within, you know, within yourself, you've got to be at your most optimal level. And that's about being smart about how you deal with things. It's not about looking at stress and going, oh God, you know, only the weak get stressed. I'm, you know, I own my own business, you know, ego, let's, let, give me, give me a big head. I just need to go. I don't, stress doesn't affect you. I'm sorry, but that's absolute bull. Stress does affect you. And stress will have a very, very damaging effect on you and the people around you. For example, I was ill for six years. I could not work. Now, in the sense of you own your own business or you have a family that you care about, um, 
what would happen to you and your family if you could not work for six years? What would happen to your relationship if you could not be there present and all of those sort of things for six years? You know, some relationships would last. Mine did, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it was bloody testing at times, and it was probably more testing for my wife than for me because I wasn't exactly compass mentis at the time. But you've got to think about it is, is the your your mental health uh, is a key part of how you function. And if you want your business to be good, if you want your relationships to be good, if you want to create this life that's exceptional, you need to address that properly and sensibly. You need to have the courage to have conversations about stuff. Um, and I don't take the, the, the sort of the mental illness side lightly because it, it completely destroyed a good portion of my life. There's an awful lot of things that I missed. There's memories. There's all sorts of things that um, I cannot remember from my children growing up to all of those sort of things. And that's because of my illness. Now, you know, I couldn't help my illness at the time. I didn't have the level of understanding I do now. But the point being is, is that if I'd man learned to manage it more effectively, if I'd gone to speak to people more effectively, amazing things can happen. The other thing, as I think is an important thing to talk about when we talk about stress resilience, is all the other mental conditions that come along that depression. I think depression, the word depressed is used very loosely. Um, people can have a bad day. They can feel sad. They can feel all of these, all of these things. Um, but depression is a, is a serious thing. And I'm a, a big fan or a, I understand completely that if you are not in a good place, you go to the doctor and the doctor may prescribe you some medication. You know, that's that's the way the doctors work. But that but one of the key things is is you have to also learn to deal with that on your own. Because quite often when I've when I've worked with people who have gone through depression and stuff, and when I went through my depression, once I came off the tablets, I still was going through the situation because I hadn't dealt with the actual situation. The tablets did great in order to sort of dull it down and get and allow me to function. But there is this huge importance of actually looking at it and dealing with stuff. And there is a huge link between body mind. You know, how you how you feel has a dramatic effect on your body, your muscles, your systems, and everything else that's that's going on because it's it's a it's an ecosystem. It's something that works. You know, what we think can very quickly affect how we feel. And how we feel can very quickly affect how we how we think. And there's this there's this this negative spiral that can create. And the more and more we give it energy, the faster and faster it gets. The faster and faster it gets, the deeper it gets, and it becomes a lot harder to shift. Not impossible. It can be done. I truly believe, but it requires a lot more hard work. So I just wanted to 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 talk about this because I think it is a a really important key area of success IQ. It's, a, it's an important area of being effective within our lives. It's an important part of, you know, being able to manage that so we can create and live those that life that we want and create that level of success. 
So please take a moment and share with me what your challenges have been. How do you manage your your stress? What sort of challenges are perhaps causing you stress? Um, you can email me at jeff at jeffnicholson.co.uk or you can come to my website, which is www.jeffnicholson.co.uk where you'll get all my social media links. And as usual, I urge you and encourage you to subscribe to the show. Get all the latest, you get notified when the next show's released. Please share and review the show so I can follow my purpose and my passion, which is supporting people like yourselves to make even more out of their lives so they can so you can experience and create that exceptional life i will also take this opportunity this final opportunity to wish you the greatest success have an amazing day have an amazing week and i look forward to speaking to you next week where we will be having our first guest interview on the show really excited about that take care and speak to you soon